loaded, my man. Hey, who got the juice like me? Who got the juice like? Who got the juice like? I'm finna give it a D. End of the night, she gon' be screaming, be screaming. Who sell out arenas? Who spit at the meanest? Who's biracial only in his penis? My city cleanest, I'm a fucking genius. Self-proclaimed, but they know the name. It is November 29th. 2021 this is the daily rob make sure you like comment subscribe all that great stuff that keeps us up in the algorithm and you are always welcome to listen to us on all major podcast platforms now without further ado that dastardly rogue himself the one and only rob smith thank you Stu. i am a dastardly rogue and i'm proud of it how was your thanksgiving it was good. I got to see you. Got to see some other members of the family. Just relax and rest up a little bit. Uh, was Tuesday night when y'all all went out, uh, did you get in any trouble or anything? Get kicked out of any bars? I I split off from that from that dastardly group. I went oh. home to read books and do yoga. So I know they went partying, but <laughs> I had spiritual concerns that I had to address. So I had to. Well, hanging around with that group, Stu, I can see why you would have that. <laughs> They're up to no good. <laughs> yep. They got Smith Smith jeans. That says it all. <laughs> so what is up with the news today? Well, Stu, I think the big news going on in the world, you know, the market dropped Friday, 800 some points. I lost a bunch of money all because of these fucking idiots uh, who now want to create another crisis so they can accumulate more power to themselves. South Africa, you know, still has some smart folks there, and they identified a, another variant of the virus. And uh, whoever names these things, is it the World Health Organization? Yep. I think the, the next uh, Greek letter of the alphabet was was Z, X-I, Xi, however you say it, they didn't want to name him that, name the virus that, because it might hurt people's feelings in China. Mm. Like their dictator. Is, yeah, like their dictator. You pick. I mean, it's his name. It's his name, you know? I mean, but it just shows you, just to even think like that, they're a political organization. They're not a science organization. So the market drops 800 some points. Oh, another variant. Uh, well, viruses mutate, Stu. And as we've said on this podcast for over a year now, the more people you vaccinate in the middle of a pandemic, the more it's going to mutate. Anyway, so some pretty smart dudes over in South Africa, one of which is uh, Angelique Coetze. It's a good Dutch boorish boar name. She's the uh, chairperson of the South African Medical Association. And she said, basically, to quote Keith Jackson, whoa, Nelly, this thing is not that bad. Uh, we've detected um, mild syndromes um, uh, at people it's mostly youngish men, 40 or younger. They have sore muscles and feel tired for two days and it's over with. 
and it's transmissible. Guess what, Stu? It's what? a virus. Yeah. It's transmissible. And anyway, they have sounded the alarm uh, not to get your panties in a wad over this. Now, we might call this the midterm election variant because immediately you can see all of the sources and personalities that you would think uh, Anthony Fauci knows nothing about this, nothing. But yet he has been on TV on Sunday morning saying, well, we might have to lock the country down again. What do you think that does to the markets? Anyway, it's ridiculous, of course. We know that we evaluate these things literally in real time all the time. You know, everything is discussed and everything is on the table. Senator Cruz told the attorney general you should be prosecuted. Yeah. I have to laugh at that. <laughs> I should be prosecuted. Well, there are a lot of Republican senators uh, taking aim at this. I yeah, mean, that's okay. I'm just going to do my job, and I'm going to be saving lives, and they're going to be lying. Along this line, Stu, there was a Pfizer employee who is a whistleblower, and her name is Karen Kingston. And she was involved with the research and the uh, development of the Pfizer vaccine. And she said that their own testing, their own testing stated that you were more prone to contracting COVID-19 if you took the vaccine. Think about that. In other words, the first two or three months, it it had it it does some good, and then after that, it wanes. And once it starts to wane, you are more likely to get COVID nineteen. Along and the studies that they put out were when you're not injected with the vaccine, you have a one point three percent chance or so, and it jumped up to four point three four percent after the vaccine. Here's what she said. Um, While correlation does not prove causation, looking at relevant global data, we find worldwide trend of high rates of of infections, hospitalizations, and deaths among the vaccinated. This phenomenon of rising cases occurring in association with high vaccine uptake has become a universal trend. While there has also been a correlation between COVID-19 vaccine campaigns and rising death rates from the disease. There was a, um, a convention of people who um, are anti-vaccine over the weekend. And this guy, he's a lawyer, his last name was Rents. And in his broadcast, he said that summarizing the findings of the Pfizer study in the FDA briefing document itself. It says if you get the Pfizer vax, you're more likely to get COVID. Again, Stu, it is a um, Orwellian world when facts are presented 
that are overwhelming as to the detrimental effects that these vaccines can have and they're just ignored as though they didn't have they didn't happen and here's another one in great britain as we've reported before they actually keep records of things and uh, 81 percent of the COVID deaths in the uk are people who have been double vaccinated again supporting the theory that this miss kingston said or the results that they pfizer found itself in its own test and of course Stu, those totalitarians want to use this as a tool to control us and perhaps enact emergency orders so that they can uh, commit election fraud again and um, other ways to suppress the citizenry from speaking out. And New York's Governor Holchin already has declared a, a new state of emergency because of this Omicron virus. And what that means is that um, she assumes a tremendous amount of power, primarily over um, health care in New York, and can direct who's to get health care and who's not, uh, you know, to make room for this. Um, and as we know, Stu, as we've said a million times, take the uh, prophylactics and you don't need to go to the hospital. So, Stu, another huge medical fraud is being perpetrated uh, by our betters, the Washington elite and their cohorts, all in an effort to exercise control over us for their own benefit, not the benefit and health of the populace. That's what I got to say, Stu. Well, I think control is going to be the theme of today's episode. So I scour many news sites for our show. And on Breitbart, I saw an article that said, World Economic Forum, Synthetic Biology, a Force to Reset Living Systems, which I thought was personally uh, inflammatory in a way. And I was worried it was going to be a tad more conspiracy. But I went to the World Economic Forum website, which they at the good people at Breitbart did source. And the, the article that they just released was called How Technological Advancements in Synthetic Biology Benef Benefit Everyone, an Expert Explains. Now, Uncle Rob, when you hear synthetic biology, what exactly do you think of? I think of a bunch of deists who think people who think they're their own deity wanting to suggest that they know more about the of what the human condition should be and they want to remedy it because they're better than we are and they know more. I think that's a pretty solid definition, but with typical lefty language, I want to give you their definition that they used at the World Economic Forum. 
synthetic biology is in an emerging field, which is already off the bat, we're using branded language, is an emerging field which applies engineering principles to the design and modification of living systems. So not organ, not living organisms, living systems. So we're already trying to sell this to people. Thus underpinning and accelerating technological advances with clear potential to provide impact at scale, more branded language. Yep. The global economy. Manufacturers are turning towards this method to efficiently produce high performance sustainable products now what in the world do you think of that well Stu, i think they want to control our behavior is what that means that's a part of it i mean they're essentially playing god so here's another definition of synthetic biology synthetic biology is a multi-disciplinary area of research that seeks to create new biological parts, devices, and systems, or to redesign systems that are already found in nature. So notice the word, the verb redesign. Yeah, absolutely. And so they do their best to kind of hide the fact that they're toying with the genetics of living organisms, whether it's a human all the way down to a virus. So kind of gross, this whole article, and they believe that they can do this because they don't have faith in the capitalist system. So they want to play God and they think that they can, you know, modify this and modify that and essentially change everything in nature to fit the world that they want to bring in their narrative instead of the organic world that already exists, which by the way, Stu, has worked for about three billion years. <laughs> Absolutely. And so if you actually go to, to the synthetic biology Wikipedia, they do talk about, you know, potential risk, ethics, health and safety. And so the three causes of concern when it comes to synthetic biology are recreating old viruses like Spanish flu. That was one cause of concern that people would go out of their way to bring back very nasty. If you things. say the Wuhan virus being created in a lab um, would be an example of synthetic biology. You're stealing my thunder. That's <laughs> look at me. Look at the torn shirt I have here, Stu. Oh, damn. I'm a parsimonious fool. Okay. But boom shakalaka. Yes. And so making and engineering something to make more harmful than its typical biology would indicate, which would be gain of function research. There you go. And of course, this elitist class, Stu, they're, they're so much smarter than the average person out here, you know, in the Corn Belt. You know, they haven't made any mistakes in this, in how they have managed COVID. So I'm sure they're going to do a great job redesigning the human genome system. Because, you know, God didn't do a good enough job. So we have to rely on their godlike personalities to do it for us. 
Well, to quote George Orwell, there are some ideas so absurd that only an intellectual could believe them. Climate change, the world's going to end in four years because of carbon dioxide, which, by the way, is a natural life-sustaining substance. That's another one I could go on to. Yes, and so this whole discussion about synthetic biology and how it's going to solve climate change and issues with equality all over the world reminded me of a book that I read a few years back called Confessions of a Recovering Environmentalist. And it's essentially a bunch of essays about what it means to be a part of nature and what the environmental movement essentially gets wrong when it comes to their thoughts about the environment, which typically falls into the same line of synthetic biology that, you know, we can play God and do this and do that. And so one of the, I have a few passages I was going to read from real quick. Our current plunge into ecological overshoot could lead to global economic collapse or pushing up against ecological limits could lead us to the unplanned scaling back of the human machine. The planet itself may rebel. That's the fear or the hope, depending on your point of view. But what if the fear is wrong? What if we somehow manage to get ourselves out of this fix? What if the Silicon Valley corporate topians are right and technology or ingenuity or blind luck can save us? Or what if Earth reacts differently? What if it can, after all, tolerate the elimination of 80% of terrestrial life? Planet of rats, cockroaches, pigeons, GM crops, synthetic livestock, and post-human immortals is possible after all. So... Well, may I say something, Stu? Shoot. Technology is already improving the ecology of the earth without these uh, entitled elitists doing anything. The water is cleaner today. We're richer and we have more resources to take care of things that we didn't have before. We have water treatment plants. We have clean water. We have ways that we filter water that's been used back into the ocean. And I could go on and on and on. Electricity. I mean, think of the wonders that that does for cleaning things. Um, but again, Stu, these people, I think it's the essence of a progressive or a liberal is somehow they think there has to be action to take care of problems that, for the most part, don't exist, and only they can solve them. Yeah, and they don't want to allow nature to work itself out in certain ways, and that they think that their job is to meddle with things they clearly don't understand, and to start toying with things that they don't want even 100% have mapped out. We don't know how human consciousness works. We barely know how the bacterial world works. We have about 0.30% of it mapped out. And the rest of it, we have no idea how it works. Yet we think it's our job to start messing around with the DNA of things to make essentially fake organisms. You're bringing life into the world, whether it's something small, 
like a bacteria or large like a cow that you have genetically bred to do a certain thing. And they think there's just zero ramifications for toying around with nature like that. Well, Stu, I don't want to get into a whole discussion of Darwinism, but um, if you look at the complexity of so many organisms, they are in, just about everything um, is intelligently designed. And you know, the essence of Darwinism is you got one fish who's swimming around in a pond and he sees another fish with a deformed bump around where his eye should be. And the fish says, I want to hump that fish because I want another deformed eye on me. And somewhere over, you know, eight trillion years, we develop into human beings. There's not enough time in the world for all this to happen accidentally. So I think there is a divine hand that has put a blueprint on things. And I think folks don't understand how complex the world is by itself and how it cleanses the earth and how it cleanses itself and takes care of itself. Um, you know, the idea that it has to be 65 degrees in one, one area um, for a billion years would never... If everything was static like that, then the earth couldn't cleanse itself. So things move around and change, but it's all part of a design pat pattern to keep the earth healthy. And these idiots don't understand that, probably because they're a bunch of friggin' atheist commies. Well, speaking of, can I, can I quote Oliver Mellers from Lady Chatterley's Lover for Your Report? Oh, yes, do go. Motor cars. I love the way you tie science in with getting it on. Okay. Motor cars and cinemas and aeroplanes suck that last bit out of them. I tell you, every generation breeds a more rabbity generation with India rubber tubing for guts and 10 legs and 10 faces, 10 people. It's all a steady sort of Bolshevism, just killing off the human thing and worshiping the mechanical thing. All the modern lot get the real kick out of killing their old human feeling out of man. And that's the kind of people who think it's their job to play God and that their view of things is so right that they can go around creating life forms to do their bidding. Stu, what I think you've also touched upon is human nature, which never changes. And, uh, and you see these patterns of thinking that just occur in every ge every generation every generation man has existed and this is just the latest edition of that um, nature that um, that wants to make ourselves god and not obedient to the god of the universe right on right on Stu. so we'd like to add on to that additional wisdom that you just shared with us well, Stu, I'll just say one thing. Remember on Soul Train when they had the word scramble? Yeah. Well, here's the word scramble, Stu. Omicron. I'm going to take this. I'm going to put the M over here, the R, and I. Moronic! There you I go, Don Cornelius. And that brings us to the end of what we hope has been a beautiful trip for you and what certainly has been a groovy ride for me. Get down, get down. Get down, get down. <laughs>
and you can bet your last money it's all gonna be a stone gas honey always in parting we're gonna wish you love peace and soul